0: Hey, Associates! This episode is our recording of uh, Monday, February 14th. Uh, And in the lecture, we do play a lot of um, examples of um, like news segments and YouTube videos. Um, So you might want to check out the slides um, linked on Canvas, but also linked in the description here. Um, And then you can, you know, watch those for yourself. Otherwise, you know, just picture a regular, you know, broadcast. when, when that audio segment happens. Um, so we're talking about kind of key, just big picture features of, um, the, of like regular kind of video news, kind of the broadcast desk news. And then the next episode, um, we will talk a lot more about online video and how we can use that to help get press and publicity and coverage for our clients. All right, let's go back in time. Morning, Monday, you did it. Oh,
1: perfect timing. All right, so we are here in week six, five or six, somewhere like that. And we are talking about uh, video, kind of video coverage, video news coverage. Um, And so that is kind of the goal for the week. Today, we're going to focus on more of that traditional news video coverage. Wednesday, we'll talk a lot more about kind of the new media environment of video coverage, YouTube channels, live streams, that kind of thing. Uh, And then Friday, we are going to focus on media training, um, especially with things like video, how you can help prepare your clients and yourselves to be camera ready and have that uh, video coverage. So today, the big kind of goal we're working to is just kind of engage with video news So we'll start with a really quick only three question review of you know our past knowledge keep getting that refreshed recalling it so you will have no sweat when it finally comes to the final exam then we'll just spend some time discussing those features of again traditional kind of broadcast news pulling out some highlights um, and examples so as you are reading that chapter in the book this week you'll have something in your brain to help visualize what they're talking about uh, and then at the very end, just have some quick, important, exciting news and announcements for, for us and really for you and for your clients. All right. So we'll start with our Slido. You can go ahead and log in to join our quiz group. Ooh.
0: You're in a halfway house and parole to another state,
2: I want to stay okay. where you at, cause karma so. over. Pursue your dreams and start all over. Cause brothers die in city, we're a city. where are a smokish and greedy, the shady don't show no fear <laughs> Procrastination is the thief of time. Some niggas mark their schedule off for reef for time. Some niggas lose their rhythm, be a beat behind. Some niggas follow trains, look like repeat designs. Did you know you beautiful like right. the neongo? Uh, no
1: you-
0: First question.
1: Which quality does not help our blog post or contributing article feel newsworthy and credible to the press? So we're thinking about, you know, if we're submitting this to them, we want it to run. We want it to resonate with their audience. You know, we want to create less work so they are going to be maybe doing less editing on it. Which one of these do we definitely want to avoid? So it's not going to help us get that quality coverage, someone they want to keep working with. And this is press. So you might think about you know, who's typically the audience. Uh, if you've taken journalism classes, maybe think back to you know the level that we tend to write news articles for that reading level. And we're locked in. Yes, exactly. Good, good job us. So being overly technical, right? That's throwing out all sorts of jargon and terms and getting really dense and into it too much detail, too much knowledge that is not generally going to run very well for our, you know, larger press coverage. It's like, even think about what you like to read. And even like our textbooks often fall into too technical. That's gross. That's why you like to read, you know, blog posts from PR news and those kind of lighter. So Obviously, having uh, links that you would want to spell correctly and cited references, that's going to be you know, important. We like to link out and do things. Having a citation that just adds that credibility. Uh, covering timely topics, concepts, certainly something that's going to help us get that coverage. Having stats and figures, and we can package our statistics and make nice little visuals and graphs that do resonate with a general audience and keep us from being just like Here's all the technical details that are going to bore everybody. They're not going to understand, and they're going to click off. Good job. All right. What topic is most appropriate to pitch as an op-ed or a contributed article? So your clients have all these great ideas, all sorts of things. Which one stands out to you as like, ooh, maybe I could send this and see if we could get a nice feature op-ed contributed article?
0: Won't go with life in the balance, you still a sexy song. So a toast to your goodness, had a bartender pawn mode, cause yeah, summertime. Summertime.
1: Right, So we got a little bit of a split. So here we are. Ooh, why did it switch so fast? There we go. OK. Um, so it is that reflection DEI summit. And that's because when we're thinking about op-eds, contributed articles. One of those main things is going to be things like thought leadership and so DEI stands for diversity, equity and inclusion, so definitely a very relevant, timely topic. If your client hosted this big summit, you could stretch that into a lot of different kind of ops, but that would definitely be something that your, you know, CEO, your client, your chief equity officer could write about. Here's why we did it. Here's what we learned from it. Here's what the turnout was. Very much a contributing article. Um, Photo Events, photo ops, right? There's how much can your your CEO really write and speak to. That doesn't really make sense to pitch necessarily. A new CEO taking over, very much newsworthy. I would say less immediately, something that they could write that for. But I think you you could get that pitch. Maybe if the angle is, here's how I'm going to really change the company. And we get back into that thought leadership. I could definitely be convinced of that. But typically, this is what we consider as a general news event, news item, uh, something that you could just have the journalists cover um, and write that story themselves. And then you yeah, have new product being launched, kind of in that same vein of it's very exciting. We want that coverage, but not necessarily something we immediately go to. It's like, here's some really great new take from our company thought leadership. Like That is where you want to spend your client's time and ultimately your time, because likely you are going to be ghostwriting that article. So thinking about what fits and is going to maximize that budget. So I definitely would go with exciting summits, thought leaderships, and you have to do a little extra legwork to spin this news item into something that could really resonate as a longer form article. Yes, good thoughts. I love those. All right, what direction do we tend to read a photograph here in kind of our very Western culture. So when you're thinking about writing a caption, okay, so right in our captions, we need to identify who is in the photo, there's kind of a rule of thumb of how we list those people based on the way we tend to read view a photograph
0: here for thinking in our in our kind of Western landscape.
2: Yes,
1: exactly. Here, we like to read left to right. That is how our books and everything is set up. So we do tend to kind of look look left to right in most things that we do. Even on websites, it's kind of that big F shape um, is often what eye marker studies look at. So we start on the left side. That's how our books are set up. That's what we're trained to do. Uh, but if we are working internationally, right, you have to keep in mind, there are other cultures who read right to left. Um, or have different, um, you know, routines and sort of ways that they look at items. So you always want to keep that in mind. But generally, if you're going to be working here in the US or any of our kind of more Western-oriented civilizations, left to right is how you're going to label your captions for your photos. Okay. Good. Wow. All right. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. So first thing, kind of I say the biggest, you know, connection, action item alert that you definitely want to write down, make sure that you remember, no matter what medium we are in, we always want to make sure that we are pitching our stories to the appropriate, right, desk position. So even though now we're not talking about print anymore, we're moving into video, um, and we'll, you know, in a couple weeks, we'll talk about, you know, podcasts, all these different mediums, the big picture it's always like you gotta, you gotta pitch that story. That's kind of what PR lives with, is just pitching it and finding the right person so that we can, right, personalize it. We can make sure it resonates with the target audience. We can do some of that work for them. So no matter who you're working with, what medium you're trying to get into, the similarity, that kind of common thread of PR is get really good at pitching a story to the right person. And we can always keep in mind, Keep in mind our XYZs for pitches, right? X audience, kind of demographic, some sort of psychographic, and action item, what they can do. Um, and so if you can answer those three questions, you'll probably be able to try a pretty strong pitch to anybody. And I mention this because, which absolutely love how some of you are extremely proactive and you're like, yes, I'm going to go talk to you. Fair news, for example, which, yes, we do want that, but, I've heard through the grapevine that we might not have reached out with a strong pitch yet, which I understand because we're just still just practicing and talking about it. So you might want to follow back up if you're interested in something like Bear News. And this just saying, hey, do you want to cover us? Hey, I'm working with this client. That could be fun. Maybe we follow up with them more. Here's the angle. Here's the event. Here's how it's going to contribute to that audience. Here's where they're going to like it. Here's what the action is. So just keep that in mind. No matter what medium, who you're talking to, as PR people, we are always on that pitch. Let me convince you, this is the story. This is the client. This is the brand that you want to run with. Makes sense. Pitches, yeah. All right, so with that in mind, Can you see, oh, and it looks like you might be able to, you can zoom it in on your own devices, but this is an example coming out of one of the readings that I've linked for you this week. Um, This is from Muckrack. They're very like PR journalist kind of centered organization, very cool. And they have this whole fun little workbook with great examples breaking down why that pitch worked, why it didn't. So just kind of read through it. And I just want you to, what is your first reaction? Just what are your thoughts? Respond to if you had received this pitch or kind of what you
2: think. Times you need to ease your mind just to
0: suit your soul. Your soul is warm, your warmth is vital. But you can ask your idols. Your dreams ain't waiting on you. Your dreams ain't waiting on you. Your dreams ain't waiting. On you.
3: dreams ain't wa- I will always remember the day you kiss my lips, light as a feather
1: Yeah, what do we got? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) definitely initial reactions that they were leaning into like a Taylor Swift thing. So maybe that works if they know the journalists, like, I don't know, maybe they tweeted out a story on Taylor Swift, you know, it'd be kind of a weird beat for this one to be like all about like tech predictions and also covering Taylor Swift, but you never know the situation. Um, Yeah, we'll definitely assume it kind of leans into that. Um, yeah, I definitely had some of those initial reactions too. like, I personally would be a little bit annoyed by just sort of some of the extra ness to it, but I'm only one person, right? Every journalist you work with would be a little different. You'll get the hang of that. But I tend to go for like more to the point, maybe put more of the, the things down here. Uh, I definitely, even though, yeah, I like Taylor Swift, I like definitely listened to her work. But I did not catch that that opening is also like a Taylor Swift play. Whenever a I songs at first, was like, oh, what, like, do you care if I'm well, like, get to the point? So it kind of goes into that for sure. But yes, I think humanizing, certainly. You kind of mentioned that a little bit as well. Like, I would imagine maybe the person did chuckle. I don't know. Maybe they're into that. <laughs> uh, yes, short clear once you kind of wade through some of that Taylor Swift-ness. But again, it might really help you stand out and, and matter. Now, I really like um, if I picked up on the subject line be confusing. I also kind of thought that my first thought and initial reaction was along those lines of, okay, what if, what if I am reading this on my phone? As many journalists, we might get emails on the phone. The actual like important part, cyber predictions, would completely be cut off. I mean, even on some desktop platforms, right? Gmail, Outlook, it does cut off headlines or subject lines um, that are, are longer to a point. And so my initial was like, oh no, like if I only saw, you know, the first half of the subject line, like I would have no idea what this is at all. Like, why would I even open it? So I would kind of caution maybe against that and even just swapping you know putting cyber predictions up closer to make sure that it doesn't get cut off um is really a big thing i do think right when they get into the actual heart of what the pitch is really clear Um, i appreciated that they have like a set number of people that are ready to be like interviewed talk to that kind of standing out with a stat is usually a good idea Um, and then it is a very like i read it and felt like somebody had written it which is always great Maybe not my taste, but perhaps it's again, we will assume they did some research on this journalist and felt really comfortable with that. Cool. Any other thoughts?
2: I oh my gosh. <laughs> That's
1: a really good point. <laughs> Uh, yes, that, that is such a good point, you're right, that could honestly just be even more Taylor Swiftiness, which you might be able to get away with that, because ideally, so if this journalist is like, yes, this sounds great, chances of them being like, yes, I want to talk to all 13 is pretty low, they'll probably be like, yeah, give me like your top three <laughs> reply, but that is so funny, like, did not even pick up on that at all, which we can say, maybe that's a weakness of the pitch, if we're all like, huh? what is going on here. Um, but yeah, they do keep it fairly short. Again, I think there's a lot of good stuff we can learn. Oh, wait, there's another up again, again. Oh my gosh, you're right. They have like Taylor Swift stuff all over that, That like completely went over my head. <laughs> uh, that's, well, I am smiling under my mask. They made me chuckle, even though most of that went over my head. But now I think it's funnier and funnier. So again, if I was a busy journalist, what do you think it's funny? I don't know. You just got to sometimes you got to swing big and take a risk. Um, but yeah, great example. So there are a bunch more of these, again, like very real examples in that muckrack PDF that I linked um, for you to read this week on the reading activities page. Um, could, has anybody accessed that page? Is it live? Can you see it? We'll check at the end of the class. I, I looked at student View. Hopefully you can see it. Let me know if you can't. Um, but it's really cool. They just break down a whole bunch of you know real kind of pitches that they they talk to different journalists and PR people about. Um, and so I think, especially if you like to learn by seeing like real examples, um, this would be a great thing for you to take a look at and read. Cool. All right, let's get into some key aspects of print and video news. So as a little uh, refresher, print, we talked about last week, some of the things we have to keep in mind with print, often there can be a bit longer production cycle, where we looked at things like magazines that get published, you know, once a month, maybe even once a quarter, if it's special. So you do have kind of a long planning time to figure that out. Even, you know, daily newspapers, okay, if it doesn't run today, probably you can still be relevant in tomorrow's paper. Um, or if it's a weekly, you can kind of have a little bit more flexibility. Also, if it's something like a feature article, the journalist might be spending even more time on that and have less of a rush deadline. Um, or if you're submitting things like contributing articles, op-eds, more or less, can go anytime as long as you still hit that relevancy kind of cycle. On the flip side, video, often, especially this traditional broadcast, much shorter production cycles. right? They're trying to get their cameras out, get the most timely relevant because of that visual impact. right? People are like, what is the news today? We got to like, get it into this story. Um, and so you really want to think about what is the timeliness. And that's where we often turn to video for like, especially event coverage. It's like this event is happening on Thursday, like get your cameras out here. Let's interview it. Um, so that's one kind of big Difference when you're trying to figure out what opportunity matches, you know, what about my client to just ponder. Um, also, with print, we tend to get a little bit more of like, you know, beats and themes in the stories, right? A journalist is going to work on the ed tech desk, they're going to work, you know, at the, the political desk, that kind of stuff. Um, and so, journalists also tend to get a little bit more choice in like what stories and pitches they like to pick up and then actually work on. Is it going to be a long feature thing? Is it more of a short coverage? Uh, Video broadly tends to be a little bit more topical because, again, they have that shorter production cycle. Um, And we really got to focus on those, like basically every day. They're going to have some sort of morning meeting uh, where they're going to be assigning, okay, here's what we're covering. Here's how we're going to cover it. Here's where the camera needs to go. Like, there's so many more logistics than sort of dealing with even one journalist that you're like, write this story. And they're like, cool. Let um, me get it approved and I'm gonna write it. There's a lot of logistics kind of go into that for of video. Um, so we want to really focus on like, what's the topic of the day? And even yes, there are the specific deaths of video. You have your sports broadcaster. Um, but so it's kind of like topic of sports. What's timely and relevant today in sports? First days you might have the sports beat, but it's going to be more of like an intersection. Maybe he's just following one team, that kind of thing. Uh, print, obviously, reader-friendly, so you got to also help them understand how that those words, the description, like how is the story going to capture attention? So you really got to, you know, pitch that idea of like, if you write about this, like why like, people will read it. Video, viewer-friendly, and so that's where you got to help them in your pitch be like, here are like the visual interests that are going to keep people captivated. Which again, I'd say most common we end up with things like events because that's just a great visual to like have a camera there at the event compared to some other types of things are better for language to convey the story of you know a student that your client served might be more of a story to captivate than necessarily visuals but in PR it's our job to try to figure out all those angles um and then print I think there's a bit more variety of formats we talked about a lot of things last week again from basic event coverage and calendar items, to more of like a feature story, a whole magazine kind of spread, to contributing articles, to just like regular stories. There's a lot that they can do in print. Um, Video, again, especially thinking about that traditional kind of newscast, pretty pretty kind of rigid, standard. Um, And part of that is because they have to fit right into a very specific window of time. They have, you know, the hour-long evening slot. They have to fit everything in And again, with all the logistics that go into it, it kind of just ends up being a little more standard, uh, generally speaking. Now, when we talk about YouTube and online, that changes a little bit. Uh, That medium just usually gives people a lot more nuance and flexibility. Um, But those are some of the big kind of differences that matter for us in PR because we have to think about what does our client, what's going to serve our client best? What fits the story best? Who should I pitch? How should I pitch it? You might even have the exact same thing. So if it's um, a new CEO has started, right, you could pitch that type of story to some sort of print. Maybe it's the leading industry trade article that you're working with. Then you could also pitch that to make the, the local news um, if it's like a local company. Right? Same news event, different pitches, different format, still a great way we can maximize our coverage. So you definitely wanna be thinking about that. Now within the broadcast slots, some of the things that we tend to see, right? Regular news from the anchor, that is that very probably familiar standard. They're sitting at the desk and they say, oh, XYZ company just hired a new CEO. Statement from your CEO. And then they move on to the next thing because they got a lot to cover. If we're talking about the field journalists, that's where they say, we're going to throw it over to Haley. She's outside of XYZ company, talking to their new CEO. You have a quick clip banter. Again, we're going to be moving on. They throw it back to the studio. Both of those are great. Those tend to be more of, at least what we would associate, a bit more live coverage. Obviously, the person out in the field could have also been what we call camera coverage which is always a pre-recorded thing that they're going to edit. So it's kind of the difference of the field journalists, like last night, right, the Super Bowl. The anchor people are the ones, like, you know, sitting up in the box, like, announcing, and then they throw it live to the people on the sidelines who are talking to the coach, right? So that's what that idea of a live coverage. A camera coverage is when they're just like, okay, we're just going to go over to, I don't know, the Bengals practice field, capture some coverage, maybe interview some players, then they go back, they edit it, put it together, and then they run it in the news. Um, And so often, it depends, this one we often end up going for just because it's good for us to kind of get that camera out there um, and like to our space. And, And these two slots end up being very, very full with like, you know, the real newsy items. Just depends on who your client is but more than likely you might wanna be trying to arrange for a camera to just come out to your spot, capture that footage. Uh, and then the last general kind of type we usually see is some sort of special segment. So they might have your client come in and do an interview um, or you know, have something kind of a very special sort of feature. And I think we're seeing even more of this one happening because it's very easy then to edit and snip that segment to repost online on YouTube. So it's kind of a good generation factor. So I think we're seeing that as a little bit more of a trend. Cool. The biggest thing um, with kind of the difference, thinking about all of these, and, and the book reinforces this a lot as well, is really the timing and timeliness for video. And especially with these video folks, yeah, you want to follow up pretty early every day, especially to make sure that you get into their morning meeting and they got your uh, pitch, they got your, your release, they might be coming. We tend to stage a lot of those kind of photo video, try to get the camera out in the morning. So that way it could be ready for the evening show, for example. Um, and so they really kind of for- reinforce like morning people and PR go together very happily. If you're not a morning person, you know, I don't know, I'm sure you'll still be very successful. but maybe you'll learn how to follow up in the morning a little bit more. Uh, so that was definitely the big takeaways I kind of saw um, that we'd like to keep in mind. Pause, thoughts, questions. Feeling good? Cool. All right. So now we're going to do um, a little kind of activity, just see a few examples um, from different news you know, segments kind of what you would expect to see. Um, and so we have obviously seen very local ones and then we expand out as well. So as you're kind of watching what's gonna happen, we'll watch at least part of this clip and then you will practice, right? Imagining the pitch that you would have written to get this type of coverage for that client. So that's kind of the mindset, be thinking like a PR person and start to imagine what you think that pitch looked like, how the PR person maybe set that. All right, so this first one is from our friend at Yay, better News, just published at the end of the week.
4: This week, one of our reporters went to Michener Library to see the new art exhibit. Good afternoon, I am Ashley Hyatt. Michener Library has galleries year-round that showcase the artistic talents of the college. From January 24th to March 4th, the Mary Missioner Gallery will be showing the exhibit titled Reflecting Back, Looking Forward. According to the UNC Library website, this exhibit highlights the creative works of UNC students as they reflect back on their experiences through the COVID-19 pandemic and look forward to the future. The gallery is full of mixed media from painting on canvas, pottery, fashion design, and photography. The exhibit is freed and open to the public. Jules Grief, a homeschooling mother of three, brought her kids to the library for books. She didn't expect their level of excitement for the exhibit, however. Meeting different artists and learning what they're doing and tools that they're using is great for me to take home and to see what they learned from here and what's in their mind and heart to create themselves. All three kids had their own favorite piece and had much to say about them. Because he's a human, but he's a His observations are often not what we might think.
1: So, what we saw already when we back it up, this, you know, it definitely um, is more of that, right? A camera. And we know that it is uh, a camera going out because we have.
4: This week, one of our reporters went to Michener Library.
1: So even with the camera right we usually are going to see the anchor right read live about it kind of set up like hey we're about to show you something. The difference between us just getting the coverage um, straight from the anchor versus having that camera come out is if they didn't have the camera crew sent, then she would have just ended here and been like yeah this is open here's the details and then you move on. And still coverage yay but not quite as meaningful it captivates a lot less of that time. Um, but we know it's not like a field reporter just going out there because... Good afternoon, I am Ashley Hyatt. The
4: Library has galleries. They don't know it directly, showcase the artistic and we're about college. to have a voiceover. From we, January.
1: So whenever you're watching the news and you kind of hear, you see a visual, and you just hear right a voiceover talking about it, 99%, you say, oh, whoever did their PR helped get a camera set up um, and it was recorded and edited a little bit later. So that's a fun example. So now think about if you were doing the PR for the library, so you work for our Missioner Library, how would you have pitched this story? Or if it's easier for you to kind of imagine, just imagine like what the pitch that that PR person sent. Like if it's easier for you to think of the journalist's perspective, imagine hmm, what pitch did they probably receive to get that coverage? Or if you like to think more in that PR perspective, think, how would I have pitched this story? You know, you? In ooh, ooh, ooh. On the day we fell not love ooh,
3: ooh, ooh. Dancing on a hood in the middle of the woods of an almost time where we sang songs with all our childhood friends.
2: Maybe a little inspiration.
1: Here's what I just kind of thought about. Again, we're always going to be thinking, right, XYZ, how can you relate to maybe past coverage, tie into that. Of course, the ask with video will be a little bit different. Is a challenging way to kind of think about it. Oh, nice. They can definitely, you know, think about campus interest um, is a great angle. Ooh, love that. Tying into the timeliness of like, yes, pandemic. Uh, But guess what? We have exhibits again. So I think that ties into some really great kind of cultural timeliness. Um, You know, mentioning, boom, free gallery, all the cool mediums about it. Fair news. Great source. Students can see work. I think that's a great angle. Yes. Nice. Exhibit. Again, kind of talking about what is the main core of it, who would be interested in it. Mentioning, hey, we already have kind of a great interview. Tying into family, you know, connection to campus life. Definitely a good angle that you could take with it. Love that love it again tying into something relatable appealing hey something else is really popular here's how you can get traffic all are all of these are definitely great you know foundations and good angles to start with you know this type of activity feel hard right we got to get like how can we write these out um but i think there's a lot of value in right imagining yourself in different situations so great job um we're going to just look at a couple more examples Um, We'll pass over just the uh, assignment of this, but I will post it as another kind of optional practice um, because I think it is really useful to just honestly PR. We don't do anything that technical. It's really all just comes down to practice, practice. How can we think creatively? And so I think these are all really great foundations. Yep. Open a new exhibit. That's the big headline. Here's all the cool stuff about it. Painting like what the visual is going to be there is another really great idea. Yes. I love it. Good job, y'all. All right. Uh this is just an example from our like Denver local news. Um and so again, we can see more of that camera work where they kind of go out and talk to somebody.
4: Mm-hmm. We're going in depth now, advocates are calling a shortage of early education teachers in Colorado a true crisis, especially as the state and federal governments move to expand preschool to more three and four year olds.
0: Well, this morning we are learning of a new solution, possibly Denver 7 education reporter Nicole Brady joins us because Nicole, a group is recruiting older adults to teach our
2: younger generation.
4: They've probably taught their own kids or even grandkids and by older I, I should say they mean over 50, which is not old, we know that up to really no age maximum. But this is the new Early Childhood Service Corps and they're looking for adults who have retired or just wanna make a change to work with kids and fill this critical need. This
2: is a true crisis for every
4: child care spot in the city of Denver or, and especially in rural areas. There's three to five children waiting for that spot. So, the nonprofit Experienced Voice Engaged over, has been harnessing the skills and experience develop. of older adults for over a decade in so one Colorado. One
1: thing I really like about this example one, I think you can see pretty good parallels to what our own peers and like bare news are like working on, striving towards. Two, even the pros have some technical difficulties. We heard kind of the audio cut out. So, that's something that happens. Um, but one place where this is a little bit different is I think it's likely that the PR person actually pitched their story to that um, education reporter that kind of helped introduce the story um, rather than maybe to a general desk. I think that's very likely it could have landed there and I could easily see this being a print story as well. But we see again they sent out kind of that camera crew talking to people, capturing the footage, uh, and then integrating it back into their main live show. So NPR like Probably that's where we're going to end up getting that coverage or else it'd be this event's happening and the anchor reads it. We'll skip that activity for now, but definitely it's always good to think about. So as we start to ramp up, the last kind of thing, if it's not that very traditional news sort of coverage, you might get into talk shows, morning shows, um, definitely a, a key thing in our PR toolbox to get your clients onto that. I think you know some types of clients and in some industries, you're gonna work with this medium a lot more than like traditional news potentially. But I always think of kind of this idea of like the talk show almost like a contributing article, right? You can kind of almost group them in the same space. Because instead of somebody just like coming and like talking about your company, which is kind of the equivalent of getting regular, you know, print stories, now you can actually set up your client to talk about themselves a little bit more. Um, And so it kind of has that same almost feel and impression as like having your client get to write a contributing article. We have what we call talking heads. That's just when they sit down and do like an interview with each other, you know, and they just talk. Cool. I think a lot of business, business business-related clients, industries, they just lend themselves to like, let me share my thought leadership with you demonstrations, that's gonna be best if your client has some sort of product, um, possibly a skill as well. Uh, you know, if you're like, I love entertainment, I wanna be like celebrity publicist, you're definitely gonna be working a lot with those, you know, late night hosts, trying to get on the different games, showcasing their personality, having those types of interviews. Um, so that's, you know, really the bread and butter. They have a lot of publicists today as well. And then um, you could do a performance, similar with like celebrities, but it could also be any kind of skill your client has, Um, tend to run into those general types of talk show coverage. Now, I think the most common one, this ran just, you know, over the weekend of that demonstration idea. Before the Rams and
4: Bengals face off on the field tomorrow. We have got a culinary showdown for the ages. Chef Jason Goldstein is here bringing us calzones in the end zone. This is exactly what we need this weekend with divine dishes you need at your Super Bowl shindig. We're all set up. So first, if you're rooting for the Rams, what kind of calzone can you go for? All right, this is your Cali calzone. Ooh. You're going to have crunchy.
1: So this is kind of the idea of like, you know, a short demonstration. Uh, you know, it's like, hey, so maybe this chef guy has a publicist that was like, listen, we know that you're going to do some coverage about Super Bowl food. So, thinking about editorial calendar theming, I want our chef to be, you know, the one that shows that to you. Maybe they pitch, hey, he makes really great calzones, and boom, that's the story. They run with it. You know, we love it. Uh, additionally, you could think if you have like a product, I well, maybe you're like, we know you're going to do food we want you to use our teas, our meat substitute, our, you know, whatever. There's a lot of angles of PR that could happen. Um, But these are super common as well. Really short segments where they, you know, cook something, they demonstrate the new product, the service. Uh, Good Morning America does this kind of style a lot. And so again, it, it can be useful to like watch those clips and then try to imagine like, okay, what are all the different things that could have been pitched? Where do you see maybe a PR person's hand? Now last, before the Rams and Bengals, (laughs) Um, Bear News does have an opportunity that you could definitely get into with your client. Um, And they call it like the Bear News, like one-on-ones. And this is much more of that talking head style of coverage. Um, And so, you know, these slides are available on Canvas if you wanna go back and watch all of it. But basically you could definitely pitch if it makes sense for your client to come on and have one of these kind of in-depth interviews. So this one was with our interim provost um, a couple of weeks ago.
4: Lindsay? ...day and coming to work and yes. helping you in that is talking head. staying out, out answering
0: questions.
4: So, as someone who has worked in higher education for a
1: while, what kind of things do you think um, the university and oh, education as a whole do to help both
4: students and its
1: community? That's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Get um, and you know, 13 minutes, right? 13 minutes versus the two minutes of coverage in our past clips. Yeah, that equals a lot. Now, will people necessarily always watch a full 13 minutes versus the two minutes? You kind of got away that, but definitely this could get into much more in-depth coverage. And this is bare news. so this is something you actually really could line up for your client. Also if you are interested for your like portfolio in having that on-camera presence, I did like your clients also know that they could send you in their stead. So just kind of keep that in mind if you're like really like I want to have an interview in my portfolio, you can definitely work with your client and kind of the pitch the idea of you representing them, which is certainly something we Sometimes end up doing NPR PR is rep, repping for them. Sound good? Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay, so um, at the last few minutes, I just wanted to um, give you some info. So first, our Bear News friends, this is the email that they would prefer you send pitches to. Um, so not, you know, Professor Montano necessarily. You know, you might have connections because, you know, we are colleagues, you can practice pitching maybe to your friends. But I did uh, reach out and ask and they said this email is their preferred way to receive a pitch. So you'll want to send it to them. And then you can also, this is their YouTube channel, again linked on Canvas if you open up the slides. Um, And you can, you know, go back if you've never watched our Bear News team like cover stuff you should probably get a little bit of a feel, right, of what they like to cover, what they've covered before. Um, But here's where you're definitely going to want to send that pitch over to. And then last, just some updates for class. So first, um, if you were following in the syllabus, next week we're slated to talk about podcasts and radio. However, I'm going to swap it. um, to Instead, we're going to talk about planning, like, actual photo ops um, and that project management, because Wednesday, do what, whatever it takes, whatever you can. I really would love to see all of you here on Wednesday because Professor Montano will be here sharing an opportunity with you to collaborate with his class who are creating videos. And so if it makes sense for you, your client, you're excited about that potential collab, that will actually count as your like photo op because they want to send uh, their team out and actually create a video for a client. So he's going to explain that opportunity on Wednesday. Would really love to see more of a full house, if possible, um, and not have to, you know, I want to see you here. So you can make sure to get your questions answered. Um, And then last, um, what was now, right? We do a lot of extra activities, the things that we weren't able to get through today I'll create as an assignment again. So you can practice doing those pitches, get some feedback, of course, these are extras who will never hurt you. You know exactly what you know those grade bundle assignments are. But doing those types of extra practice activities will always help. And might be the difference between a flat B and a B plus, right? Grade bundle gets you a B. If I see that you've done every single practice activity and visit me in office hours and do all this extra work, yeah, you know, maybe that gets you a plus instead. Um, so just kind of keep that in mind. And very, very, very last before you go. Just make sure you can view feedback because they feel like you know Canvas kind of hides it. So this is our student view. So when you're in Canvas, right, you want to go to your grades, especially for ungraded assignments. I'm pretty sure Canvas doesn't give you a good notification. So if you scroll, you know, down to any of them, that's how you see it. But specifically for that activity that I posted on Friday, you want to click on it, Friday practice. It'll open up, and this is where, once it loads on the questions, you can see the feedback that I gave you. You'll see, okay, here's the attempt, here's the answer. And then there's like this little feedback portal. And I did, I gave comments, posed more questions, gave you all you know, feedback on what your pitches and your subject lines looked like. So just make sure you go check that. Even though all these things are things like you know, pass, fail, graded, I'm reading it and leaving you comments. I just get the sense that maybe Canvas was hiding that from you. So go back, you'll read your comments on your progress reports, your industry summaries, um, check and see what I say, and let me know if you have questions. I'd love to see you in office hours. Whatever you need, let me know, and I'm here for you. All right, I will see you all on Wednesday to learn about that special, yay, project. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Ooh,
0: hold on! Stop recording this audio. Just all right. Thank you, associates. Um, the big picture takeaway again is right. We just want to be pitching and connecting with and getting to know um, the journalists and just uh, media people that work in all these different spaces. Uh, but video is definitely a great one we want to have in our toolbox to help get our clients out there. Alright, I'll see you next episode. Let's go Team PR.